that is right. Good morning, everyone. Sorry about that. We were having some technical difficulties. Um, yeah, it was weird. I think it's because we f- were switching back from Streamlabs to Streamlabs. Uh, we had to film a trailer Ooh. reaction yes. this morning yes. um, to the new Snake Eyes trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clarissa, what did you think of it? I was actually, it was good. Yeah. Better, better than the teaser that they put out. So I, I was pleasantly surprised. That's, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think it was better. Uh, let's say hi to people. Shin is here. Hero Wind is here. Rebel Troopers here. Rhiannon. Dagon, good morning, friends. Hello, Potomsium. Potomsium's here. We got some Potomsium. We got Amaro's in the chat. I have models. We. I have stopped pronouncing potom, pot, potassium properly. <laughs> I just call it Potomsium now. I was in. I was uh, talking with our friend Kozabro on Twitch, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like bananas. They're just full of potomsium." And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, they've got a lot of potomsium in them." And wow. I was like, "Oh wow, I'm I'm actually." Wow. Well done. <laughs> Well done. That's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How are you guys doing? I, I don't, I, look. You're fine. I know. Guys, we're Twitch streamers. We're not teachers. <laughs> morning. We morning. barely speak English, let's be honest. Yeah, truly. How are you guys doing? What's up? What, how was the weekend? Well, actually, there's a question we have to ask because it's the start of the show, babe. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, Clarus? I'm good. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, ha- I'm happy with my new phone. There's mm-hmm. some things about it that piss me off. Ooh, okay, yeah, Clarus got a new fine. iPhone. Let's get into it. What what about the new iPhone is not working for you? Well, we're going to do a f- full review on the YouTube, but there's just a couple things that I noticed initially. Like, on my, um, on my, uh, on my other phone, when I was, like, taking pictures or whatever, I could, like, put my palm up. And then it would start a timer and take a picture. And now, like, if I want to take pictures for Instagram, I have to, like, set up the phone, go over, click it, run back, pose for the photo, run back, click it. And it's just, like, really, really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also used to having, like, a back button just right in the bottom right corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what app you're in, no matter, like, any of that. And so, so I'm, I'm just, yeah, getting used to all of that is... It's not, it's not my favorite, but I love the phone itself. The phone is amazing. And, um, and while you're having a tough time with the, um, camera, you, the, the camera quality is still really high, right? Yeah, the camera quality is good, but it takes me forever to get a good picture because I'm just, like, running around. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I could, like, pose and look at it in the camera and then slish, shift slightly and then pose, but now I have to like repose every single time I run back. I yeah, whatever. I know it's silly, but yeah, those first world problems. Tim silly. Apple Pay up Kushal. Kushal really thinks we're getting paid for this. And uh, Kushal, what I can tell you is we're not. I wish. Although Tim Apple, if you do want to pay us, I I I would take your money. That's true. Yeah. That's true. If you, if you want to sponsor, honestly, most people, if you want to sponsor, unless your like product is like bad for humanity or the environment or something i will take your money yeah yeah you know we have like morals but also we, we need to eat yes we have morals but also do we you know what i mean yeah it's purple so it just it just you know that color the color was the color so nice we bought it twice <laughs> it is very nice though like it it is a beautiful phone i have to get a case for it mm-hmm. um yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to get everything ready. I know I'm like doing stuff on while no, you're no, talking. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, that's 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 what this is. That's why you have a co-host, so someone can be interesting when you can't be. Hey, I try. Um, Rebel, I'm sorry you're not feeling great, but um, you know, just hydrate. Another couple of years, iPhones will have that feature and call it new. Exactly. Yep. It'd be nice exactly. if they could like give me that feature now, but. Nestle water stop listening at this point. Hey, Nestle. You're terrible. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember a couple years ago when the CEO of Nestle was like, mm, "Water isn't a human right," and people were like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, they're like, "Go screw yourself." I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> you think that you should own the water? No. Nope. Yeah. Get out of here. We we have some social problems coming up, y'all, that we're gonna have to solve because we can't trust these CEOs. Uh. Yep. They cannot Revolution. be trusted. 
I'm not. I mean, I'm not like full on at revolution at this point, but I'm like no, getting there. No, no, no. I'm getting there. Yeah, it, it it could happen. Like I could see it happening certain places. To be honest, in yeah, the next 100%. like ten years. A hundred percent, I could as well. Hydrating with coffee. No, that does not count. Yes, it does. No, it this doesn't. is a myth. Coffee does hydrate you. No, the, the amount of the coffee the, nope. and the water cancel each other. If they you want to not. hydrate, you also have to additionally drink water. That is not true. Coffee, there is not a significant enough caffeine in coffee to dehydrate you as much as the amount of water takes to make coffee. If you drink espresso, then yes, espresso does dehydrate you as much as the water because there's so much less water, but coffee is less hydrating than water, but it is significantly more hydrating than not consuming liquids. So you're barely drinking water. No, not barely. You are drinking water. There is not enough caffeine in a glass of coffee. This this has been like disproven and re-disproven over and over again. A, a, a cup of coffee, a glass, who drinks a glass of coffee? Um, the, it, there is a, the diuretic elements of caffeine mm-hmm. will take some of that water out of you, but not all of the water. Well, you know what? It's really, really hard to have too much water. So I always recommend you have, just having more You have water. had like one cup of coffee in your life. So? And you're trying to be like, I know how coffee works. I know the caffeine. No, I'm just saying that I like, heard something from I'm a Got Milk commercial in the 90s. require a lot of water. Mm-hmm. And so there is nothing wrong with also having a glass of water with your coffee. Oh, no, 100%. I agree with that. I'm just saying that um, if you were to consume only coffee, if you, if you drink coffee all day, you would get enough water, you'd be fine. You'd have to drink a lot of coffee. You wouldn't have to drink that much coffee. We actually don't need to drink as much water as we think. That mm-hmm. the whole like eight cups, eight glasses. Now I can't. Now I can't get my coffee and my water, uh, my gla- cups and glass. Oh my god, y'all, my brain. Uh, there is no scientific reason why you can't drink coffee to hydrate yourself. Sure, it just does not hydrate as well. But that's not. That's not true. You just said that coffee is a diuretic, so it is. It definitely. It does not hydrate as much as drinking water would. Oh yeah, sure. In the in the same way that like. Drinking, um, like, orange juice doesn't hydrate in the same way that pure water does. But it doesn't mean that you're not getting hydrated by it. Orange juice is not a diuretic. No, but there's a lot of sugar in it. Okay. You're not hydrating as much with orange juice. It's because it's not pure water, right? As you are with pure water. I didn't realize we were talking about the purity. I were talking, you I can drink we were talking about any liquid other than alcohol and you'll be fine. Okay. Any liquid, I, you might want to take that back. Any liquid. Yeah. If you drink one cup of bleach, you won't need to worry about drinking water ever again. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways. You can drink urine. This is the nightly morning show where we bring you the nerdy news. Should we get into the top story of the day? Because it's not getting any better from here. Today's going to be a weird one, y'all. I'm s- I want to apologize in advance to everyone watching. I'm home. not apologizing. Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Does Batman go down there? All right, let's get into it. So... What are we talking? Texas, Florida, Alabama? Yeah, all of the above. Great. All right, y'all, there was a controversy this past week because the uh, one of the writers of Harley Quinn, the animated adult comedy, uh, made a statement about how... DC allowed them to do pretty much anything they wanted, except there was one time where they wanted to have a scene where Batman performed cunning linguistics on Catwoman, and they said, no, heroes don't do that. And this caused a just outpouring of um, insanity on the internet this week, as people um, decided to say, no, in fact, Batman does perform cunning linguistics yeah i mean have you seen his mask what do you think the point of it is for and i i i want to start we'll get into why this is funny and fun and all that i want to start with i understand why dc said this okay i i want to start there Mm -hmm. because here's the thing for dc comics the scene where Batman does it, I, I can we just say it? We're on yeah. YouTube. Or we, we might get demonetized if we do. Um, but whatever. Uh, the scene, a, a scene where Batman is performing oral sex on Catwoman, 
is potentially something that would just, like, never go away. Okay. You know what I mean? And I understand why they're like, if it's not totally relevant to the story, Batman isn't a main character on Harley Quinn. If it's if you're just using it for a throwaway joke, it's not that funny. And like, find something else, right? Like, we don't need we don't need this to exist because we'll never hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of understand why, from a corporate when they're saying heroes don't do that. I, I don't think they literally think that Batman does not do that, right? Yeah, I think the weirdest part about it is the f- the phrasing, the quote of it. Because mm-hmm. that seems silly. If they were like, no, we don't want to include this because, you know, children who will Google Batman, we don't want this, like, popping up or whatever. Okay, but this is getting into what I think is important about this statement, right? Mm-hmm. Is that this statement was not a public statement. And that is a public statement. This was a conversation between co-workers who are working together on a show. Yeah, and somebody believes that Batman doesn't do that. And I... Do, no, but that's not... I, I, I honestly think this was a private conversation where two people who had a personal relationship were saying, hey, no, heroes don't do that. We need to sell toys. Like, we can't have that video existing. Which is weird because in The Killing Joke, and I know that other people have brought this up, in The Killing Joke, they fully had Batwoman and Batman have sex on a rooftop. So... Yeah. I, my my defense of them is also questionable, but um, I, the I, I think I understand that like this was a private conversation that no one thought would be public. I think the Harley Quinn writer thought that it was a funny anecdote because if you read the full comment, what he's saying is like DC really let us do anything, and if you watch that show, they don't pull a lot of punches. They do get away with a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the, and he was like, there's there were just like a few cases. One of them was this weird one about like oral sex, whatever, we made the show. And it's not, it wasn't like an angry thing. It wasn't like he was like, um, I was upset that I wasn't able to do it, right? Yeah. It was really a like, ah, there was this one funny time where he said this thing. And then the internet was like, what? Yeah. Batman must perform cunnilingus. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is kind of silly. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit silly how, like, actually upset people are. Like, I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. eye roll, whatever. We all know. We, we all know. Well, and then Zack Snyder decided to weigh into this. Of course he did. Did you see the image he posted? No. Did I not show it to you? No. We literally cannot show this on the stream, y'all. Um, but, really? um, no, no, we can't. No, I did not. I did not realize. Oh, my God. We're going to get Clarus's live reaction to um, the photo that Zack Snyder posted on Twitter. Great. Great, this should be good. Yeah, Muddle says they'll just be selling different toys for Batman. Nope. Because, no, and and honestly, the reason is they won't make as much money. Ah, true. They're not going to make as much money off sex toys as they do off of Batmobiles. He posted this image on Twitter. Wow, okay. (laughs) It makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Did he draw that? No, I don't think he did. I don't know where he got that. I don't think he did. Um, I was I was hoping for a bigger reaction. It is the naughty morning show today, Rebel. Uh, we are gonna be talking uh-huh. about a lot of sexy stuff. So get re- get buckle up, kids. Um, no, Batman definitely performs oral sex. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't have consistent relationships with women like Catwoman. Yeah. Catwoman be, Catwoman would be like, are you kidding me? Talia, you think you think Talia Al Ghul? is gonna not make Batman... (laughs) This is so weird. This is so weird to talk about. I hate this. It's weird, because I'm like, it's Batman. Like, I'm totally... here's Here's the other part of this. I'm totally fine never thinking about Batman's sex life. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that the character is adult enough to, like, deal with, like... Like... I, I mean, like, horrible trauma, and, like murder and manipulation and like all these like horrible like dark human things yeah. but like cunning linguistics is just not on the table yeah, that's fair that's 100 percent. like fair. you know it's batman and everybody's like no that's dc it's so dark and edgy and oh batman he's so dark and you're like okay <laughs> well you kind of like if you're gonna have that so you gotta give him something to live for Look, I'm just saying that, like, you can, like, I'm fine with him having a sex life. I just don't think that it should, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not I'm not looking to like watch Batman porn. No, but and some I, people are. But I don't need like I don't need the like storyline like I don't know. I think it's just weird cuz when I think of Batman, I think of like my childhood. Okay. And like the Batman of my childhood was very different. And I know that Batman has become something else. I know that like he's gone so far darker and so much edgier and all that stuff. You know, we've yeah. watched Batman kind of be corrupted into this like I mean, Batman is probably like very kinky. Yeah, but when I think of like Batman the animated series Batman, which was like fully like fine for kids to watch and like raised me and made me a good person, I think in some ways. And when I think of that Batman having sex, I'm like I just don't need it. Yeah. Yep. I don't need it. I think you can tell these stories without it. I think in Harley Quinn, though, it's fine, but it's like you can't... These things don't live in bubbles, right? They affect each other. Yeah. And they bounce off of each other. I also think it's interesting that... Um, uh, I, I, I think it's interesting... What am I trying to say? I think it's interesting that Zack Snyder is weighing in on this. I feel like he is... I, I his, his, like, animosity towards WB is very apparent mm-hmm. after everything. And I feel like anytime, anytime he, he can, like, take a shot at WB... He seems to want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Look, I think it's silly. I think, I, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of like, oh my god, this is, this is ridiculous. But also, like, if I think about it critically, Batman is, in a lot of ways, in a lot of mediums, intended for children. Yes. And, you know, that would be, like, if, if you were to equate it to something else, it would be like... Um, trying to think of like I don't know something like like Care Bears. I would not. I would not I, equate those. I don't things. know. Like I, some kind of like some kind of like kids like cartoon that is like that like that kids are going to like look for and look mm-hmm. up to and learn from. Uh, yeah, it doesn't like it doesn't need to be there. I think what's ridiculous about it is like the way that it was said and handled, and mm-hmm. we're all like, oh, Batman certainly does that and i'm sure he does i i think that i think that part of the problem honestly is i think the part of the problem is the um the google algorithm Mm -hmm. the weekend that the scene where batman goes down on catwoman drops on harley quinn every news outlet is going to cover it and it's going to be a news story. And then every kid who Googles Batman that weekend, like every kid who Googles Batman right now, the first thing they're going to see is Batman and Catwoman oral sexing. Yeah. And I think that there are companies who rightfully are trying to protect that, like, search issue. Yeah. And I think that they're like, look, it isn't worth it for us to have a bunch of news stories. I Depending on when this was made, especially, right? You have to remember, if this is... It, we don't know when this conversation happened, but if it happened two years ago, there was a Batman comic two years ago that was an adult comic. It was it was it was rated eighteen plus. It was advertised as being an adult Batman story, and in it, I think it was called Batman Dark or Batman. I wish I could remember the title, but in it there was a panel where in shadow you could see the outline of Batman's penis, like fully see the outline of his penis, mm-hmm. and this caused such an uproar mm-hmm. right like this was a massive story everyone was right. upset about it people freaked out they're like why can you see batman's penis yes the comic is rated 18 plus but how is a child supposed to tell the difference between that batman comic and a comic for kids and dc did eventually um in every subsequent reprinting of that comic um there were you they they edited the penis out Hmm. Um, and you couldn't see it anymore. And I think that like this might have been a conversation that happened in the wake of the fallout of that comic issue. Right. And so I think that there is really potential for them to have said like, hey, look, Batman sex is a complicated thing. This, this might also have been after Killing Joke when the Killing Joke sex scene got a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Like it is without a doubt the weirdest part of that movie. It is not something I'm a huge fan of. I, I don't think they handled the sex scene. I honestly, I just don't think Batgirl and Batwoman should ever be intimate. I think it's weird. And Batman. Sorry, sorry. Bat, Batgirl and Batman should ever be... What did I say? Batwoman. That too, though. I also don't think they should be intimate. Um, but, like, I don't think that Barbara... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson 
are Endgame, okay? They are the best couple in the entirety of the DC universe. And I know what you're saying. D nerdy is Superman and Lois. And I'm, I'm saying no. Dick and Babs. All right. Dick and Babs. It is weird that both of their names are pseudonyms for genitalia, but the Dick and Babs is the love story that really is at the center of the DCEU, and you can't tell me otherwise. You don't... The DCU does not survive without Dick and Babs, and um, you just can't show a Dick and a Babs, you know, coming in contact with each other. Um, I've never heard Babs before, but okay. You've never heard Babs before? No. For Barbara? No, for genitalia. No, for boobs. They're Babs. Oh, I was like... I don't understand this. Um, yeah. Batgirl and Batwoman having sex on the rooftop was weird. It was the worst part of the Killing Joke movie. Bat they should have added God damn it. I'm reading it on this. I know. Uh, mm -hmm. Batgirl and Batman having sex. I think I got it right that time. On the rooftop in the Killing Joke was handled, was handled poorly. It wasn't necessary. It's not from the comic. It was an unnecessary addition. And it got a bunch of back, backlash. Yeah. Then they show Batman's penis in a comic. It gets a bunch of backlash. I think that maybe they were like, hey, maybe don't show Batman having sex. It never goes well for us. Yeah, I, and I, I understand that completely. You know, especially because they, ha like, they have been here before and it has not gone mm -hmm. well. And so they were probably just like, nope, we don't want to have to deal with this. Just, 100%. Just, just, just pass. And I get that. I get yeah. that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I understand why they said what they said, but I just, I just find it very funny. So I think the question everyone wants to know is, would you go down on Catwoman? Catwoman? Which Catwoman? Which? Okay. Okay. This is the real question. We finally got to the real question. Which Catwoman? Okay. Rank them in terms of, would you go down on them? Sorry, wow. mom. Wow. I'm so sorry, mom. Um, I think number one has to be Eartha Kitt. Circa Batman 66, right? See, I actually haven't seen Batman 66, oh so God. my number one would have been Michelle Pfeiffer. That's so fair. Michelle Pfeiffer now. I mean, oh my God. In Ant-Man 2, like, she comes in that suit and you're like, God damn, I Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, I don't know how she does it, but uh, yeah, well done. I don't want to talk about any cartoon Batwomen or Catwomans. God, we're only talking about real Catwomans. Which is a fictional character. That's not great. Yeah, that makes sense. That um, makes sense. Michelle Pfeiffer's... Here, Michelle Pfeiffer's is really dangerous, though. Like, she might kill you. Yeah, but that's why it's fun. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like bottom of the list is, is Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. Not because Anne Hathaway is not, like, one of the most beautiful people on the planet. Yeah, She's just stunning. because... Her Catwoman is a little uptight. I feel like it wouldn't be very much fun. Yeah, no. And that, the, like, that movie was... No, I, I, I'm a liar. I'm a hundred percent liar. You know who's at the absolute bottom? Who? The, um, oh my god. Cat, Catwoman from Catwoman the movie. Why can't I remember her name? She's so famous. I remember that she won a Razzie and an Oscar that year, but I can't remember her freaking name. Who is Catwoman in Catwoman? Why? why? Selena Kyle? No, that that's the no. name of Catwoman. Oh. No, in the movie Catwoman. Catwoman cast? Halle Berry. Oh, my God. Oh, Halle okay. Berry is one of the most attractive human beings on the planet. Yeah. But, I would God, say that so. Catwoman. That movie. It just, oh, God, it's so bad. Okay, all right. Have you seen it? I think I have seen parts of it, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. The makeup, the makeup CEO who wants to use makeup to become Im immortal or something. It's not great. Makes sense. It's really not great. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, Halle Berry is, like, beautiful, but, mm-hmm. I'm lying. I would go down on all of them. Yeah. No, it's just, <laughs> no, it's just like, a list of, like, I, so, yeah, sorry, Michelle Pfeiffer's gotta be the top of that list. I mean, that Catwoman suit, that Catwoman suit is, like, so aggressively sexual with the, like, stitching, <laughs> like, and what's funny is Tim Burton put the most visually appealing super villain uh -huh. and the least visually appealing. And Danny DeVito as the Penguin is inspired work. His acting in that movie is fantastic. But they deliberately make him really, like, gross to look at. Yeah. And it's just funny to me that Tim Burton was like, I'm going to have the hottest supervillain and the least attractive supervillain, and I'm going to make you look at both of them at the same time. And You're audiences like, went, so this confused. is great. This is a good movie. Fair enough. That movie holds up, y'all. Mm -hmm. um, the first two Batman movies, they hold up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Nicholson, buddy. Oh, what a film. 
I think we should move on. I think we yeah. have talked enough about um, cunning linguistics. Yeah. So let's talk about more sex stuff. Oh, I love that for us. You ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready for this? Amaranth and Indie Fox got temp banned on Twitch. Shocking. Um, I believe this is the third time for Amaranth and the fifth time for Indie Fox. Um, okay. Which Sounds is leading to questions from people who are like, so how many times are we letting them do this? Yeah, how many times do you have to get banned to warrant a permanent ban? Um, for those of you who aren't keeping up with what is going over on Twitch, um, there is a meta behind the scenes where certain women are attempting to find ways to use um, sexier content uh, to make money on Twitch. And there are mm. a couple of people, mainly Amaranth and Indie Fox, who are making a lot of money at this. And it is a highly profitable enterprise mm -hmm. for them. And that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. if, if, you're, if you're making money at something, go for it. Push. Um, this kind of started to blow up around the hot tub meta, where a woman could be in a bikini on Twitch if she was in a hot tub, if she was in a pool. And so uh, Amaranth and Indie Fox started a war um, between the two of them. Uh, it is interesting because when this all started, Indie Fox did make some comments about Amaranth, telling her to stop being so sexy on Twitch. It's not good for her brand. And then she proceeded to do the exact same thing. Okay, that's weird. Um, in response, Amaranth bought every single Pickle Rick inflatable um, water device on uh, Amazon so that Indie Fox couldn't have one. Um, <laughs> which is the exact... Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Didn't know. Yeah, apparently. Um, that, that, that might be hearsay. Uh, that's what I heard on the internet. If it's not true, I'm very sorry, Amaranth. I'm not trying to disparage you. Um, so uh, let me disparage you. I... Th the, the meta has moved on. Yeah, so we... From hot tubs. Yeah, we... And, and when we talked about the hot tub stream, we were like, it's a woman in a bikini, whatever. People were upset about it, and we were like, this is silly. Yeah, I didn't mind the hot tub meta. I actually yeah. didn't think the hot tub meta was that bad. Uh, like, I'm gonna do a hot tub stream. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. it's Whatever. It's a woman in a bikini. You can see that at the beach. It, it does not matter. Let's stop just... Let's stop canceling women's bodies. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Agreed. But now we have moved on from that, and it has gone further into the realm of actual pornography in a sense like auditory porn is what yeah. is what occurred um in the asmr uh category um they weren't scantily clad really just like leggings and like kind of like ass those butt lift leggings that they're selling on tiktok all the time yeah yeah which whatever um but they were Simulating the sound of blowjobs, basically, into the microphone, into the ASMR. It's called ear licking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think that crosses a line. Here's the thing. I want to be really clear. I support people making whatever content they want to make. Yeah. What I think, absolutely. the line I think it crosses is I think it crosses the terms of service line. With Twitch. And what what the problem has become is that it appears to me that there are a couple of people, these two and a few others, who are using crossing the line to become more famous. Yeah. And make more money crossing the line. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is that there is no bottom of that race to the bottom. That no. is a... It is a... How, they are going to continue to push it as far as they can push it. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that is going to be bad for Twitch. I think that there is a legitimate yeah. case to be made that Twitch, by not acting faster and by not stepping in earlier in this situation, is putting themselves in a position where they are going to look bad long term. And that is going to reflect on every other streamer who isn't behaving this yeah. way. Yeah. And there needs to be, like, there needs to be a limit. Like, you, you can't get banned for a few days indefinitely, like, over and over and over again. Well, no one else has been banned five times. Like, yeah. this doesn't... Ha and, and this is the problem, right? Is that, like, there are streamers where... There, there are women and, like, feminists who are saying that banning them for their bodies is... Um, is sexist on Twitch. Yes. And then, on the flip side, there are people saying that... Well, them getting unbanned so many times, despite the fact that they keep breaking the exact same rule and seem to know that they're doing it, like they're they're teasing it, mm -hmm. is preferential treatment. And it's not yep. sexist to say that there shouldn't be preferential treatment on a platform. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a really complicated 
matter and that there there are people on both sides of this that are right. I don't think that either side is 100% wrong, right? Yeah, for sure, because Twitch has been um, incredibly inconsistent with what they allow and what they don't allow. Yeah. I, I remember when I first started streaming on Twitch and, like, um, you, I would hear stories about people getting banned because they were wearing spaghetti straps or, like, mm-hmm. a, a V-cut top. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, so I guess I just need to be super conservative. Otherwise, I risk the possibility of, like, being banned from the platform. And, it, you know, it was it was scary and it was, like, very unclear what that line was. Yeah. And I think in terms of... I, th- I believe in terms of that Twitch has gotten better, although I still see stuff on Twitter that really kind of makes me shake my head. So mm-hmm. I, I don't... I, I can't even say that with 100% certainty. Um, but, yeah, now we are crossing into a realm that is more than just, like finding women sexy right well and it's it's deliberate on their part right yeah like it is very clearly deliberate on the part of the um of amaranth and indie fox that they are trying to push these boundaries yeah and you know as soon as they get banned they go to twitter and it's i got banned oh no i'm so sad maybe make me happy by subscribing to my only fans and and the other part of this is that both of them have used the sub messaging feature on Twitch as a means to um, promote their OnlyFans, mm-hmm. which is using the sub subscriber message filter on Twitch, uh, service on Twitch, mm-hmm. to promote a porn website. Like, the, the, to, to legitimately promote, please go subscribe to my porn you don't OnlyFans. know, do they, you know that they do porn? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, because I'm not making fans... a judgment. I, okay. I'm not making a judgment of OnlyFans, but Amaranth posts blowjob videos on her OnlyFans. Okay. That that's... is just a part okay. of what the content that she's making over there. She posts fully nude sexual videos on there. I actually don't know if Indie Fox does. Okay. Um, so I want to be clear. Um, I know that Amaranth does. And I, I know that Indie Fox um, has an OnlyFans. I'm assuming it's sexier than... Yeah, but I just mean she, like you know. in, uh, like OnlyFans is not just porn. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying that in their specific cases, yeah. these are two women who are saying, go subscribe to this. And honestly, I don't think that you should be allowed to promote an external service in your sub messages. Well, you're not really supposed to promote it at all on Twitch. Like, that's why I have, instead of a link directly to my OnlyFans, I have a link to my Beacons page, mm-hmm. which then you can find my OnlyFans because, to, like, I like you're not supposed to do that. 100%. So this is my problem. They are breaking the rules. Yeah. That we know are the rules. And they're just flaunting the fact that they're breaking them to become more popular. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's just, it, it is, it, I, I was, I was very defensive of it when it was the hot tubs. Yeah. We I were didn't like, see a problem with the hot tubs. Like, guys, come on. But it's just getting to the point where it's like, now you want to hurt the ASMR category. You know? Well, yes. They are hurting other creators. And that's 100%. the, that's the biggest problem with it mm-hmm. is that other people are going to be affected by this now. Other people who, you know, uh, use Twitch or ASMR or certain categories to actually make a living. And, mm-hmm. you know, we joke, we make jokes at the expense of ASMR because we find it we don't we don't like it but there are people out there who find it relaxing and they they use it to help cope with um with their day-to-day and Mm -hmm. like it actually it is really beneficial for them and um i know i have no problem with asmr yeah I, i really don't but i don't think that being in like doggy style from behind licking an earbud is ASMR content. No. And I, I think that a lot of, and you know, I, I, I want to be clear, like this isn't just our opinion. If you go look at a lot of ASMR creators right now and what they're talking about online. They're upset. They're upset because they are, their category, their thing that they enjoy and that they love doing is being co-opted by these, mostly these two women and yep. a few other people are following the meta of it. And they're going to lose advertisers. They're good. And honestly, I'm not going to be surprised if Twitch says, all right, no more ad- advertising on ASMR content. Which is completely unfair. Um, models in the chat is saying, should uh, Twitch let 18 plus content exist behind a secondary login with appropriate tags, maybe? Here's the problem with that. There are a lot of countries that do not allow those kind of sites in. Yeah. Any uh, kind Turkey of, is one. Yeah. Any kind of 18 plus possible, like, adult-only content is banned. And so... Um, 
I, I, I have actually seen a few people talking about this online, how a lot of the viewership for Amaranth, for IndieFox, for streamers who are doing this kind of stuff is coming from sources that are countries where porn and things like that are blocked, are um, fully banned. Mm -hmm. um, and this is like a safer version of that that you can have access to at the moment. Yeah. And so I do think it is interesting that we are seeing that kind of connection. And I, yeah, it's just tough. This is, this is so tough because honestly, it's getting to the point where it's going to hurt all of our money. And yeah. we are full-time content creators. We're full-time streamers. Twitch not stepping in and doing something about this mm -hmm. is going to hurt our bottom line. And I'm like, you know, that, that's frustrating. And I don't want to blame women for it. <laughs> but there are two people who seem to deliberately want to cause problems. Yeah. And that's the thing is that they either... They either don't realize that they are negatively impacting so many other people. They can't. Or they realize, which is the more likely option, and they just don't care. They and cannot know. And that's crappy. They're too, they're very smart. Yeah. They're doing a, re here's the thing, they're doing a really good job of this. Yeah, and we have, look, if that's what you want your content to be, we have no problem with it on other websites. 100%, 100%. Go do what you want it, like, do, you do you, and I, I am here for it, and all the power to you but you are screwing over other people. I don't have a problem with it on Twitch if it's not against the terms of service. If, if, sure. Twitch, if Twitch were to come out tomorrow and say, this is what we're allowing, we're gonna do this, mm -hmm. I would have no problem with it. Yeah, My yeah, problem right. is that it is two women who are calling Twitch sexist every time they are banned for breaking Twitch's rules yeah. and doing it in a way that is going to hurt other creators. In the ASMR category, that's mostly women. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is a heavily, um, the, the, the success in the ASMR category leans heavily towards women. Yeah. So you are literally hurting other female creators who are just trying to make good ASMR content. And you are, you know, you're creating a meta that drags all of the ASMR content down to do it. And you're doing it intentionally because you're making a lot of money off of it. I know they're making a lot of money off it, but it is against the rules. And it isn't sexist for Twitch to say, hey, that is very clearly against the rules. And I honestly think at this point, IndieFox, you've been banned five times. I hate to say it, but I think that that's a that should be a permanent ban. They have permanent Honestly, banned three strikes and you're out. And like, here's the thing: they have permanent banned men on this platform for a lot less. And I'm not usually the guy. You know this. I'm not usually the guy that's like, all oh, men have it hard. No, but, but Twitch makes a killing off of Indie Fox and Emirate. I know, and that's why it's tough. Yeah, and so they don't want to lose out on that money because because they will just go somewhere else, right? And somewhere else will get that money, and Twitch doesn't want to lose that revenue. And, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but Twitch has to do, like Twitch has to do something legitimate and they have to make a public comment about this because they cannot keep doing this. Like we, I, the community cannot find out what happened in this situation from Amaranth. Yeah. It is really messed up that that is the, that so many creators are upset right now, mm -hmm. that the community is upset right now. This has really harmed the Twitch community. There is a lot of anger and there is a lot of disappointment mm -hmm. within a lot of Twitch at the moment. Yeah. Particularly the ASMR community who I know is really upset about this. And the fact that Twitch is, in, is not <laughs> making any comment or statement about this and not trying to like soothe that community is really disappointing to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's, it's par for the course with Twitch. We, we, we go through with everything with Twitch. It's always yeah. so secretive and pointlessly obtuse. But this, this one is just starting to get yeah. to a point where... Twitch it's going to be bad. a bigger story soon if they don't handle it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Twitch's communication is really, like, just colossally bad. Yeah, and I just, I don't, like, I don't get it. Like, I honestly, like, if you want to make that content, there are sites where you can make that content, and you can make so much money on those sites. Yeah. I have friends who make so much money on the sites. Yeah, like, you don't no... have to hurt other creators. You don't have to hurt other women. You don't have to, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's a, it's really crappy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It, it is the double standard of it that is starting to get frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I don't know. Um, Kushal Nair is saying, because taking money from hormonal pubescent teens on Twitch is like candy from a baby. Well, that's the thing right now. You know, Twitch, yeah. is, Twitch is 13 plus, and like, you know, I'm sure if you were 13 and you found this, like... That God, no, would... that... It, oh, the ASMR, I can't. No, maybe not the ASMR oh. stuff, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, when I was 13, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. This is going to sound bad, but like, it's, it's not hard to access porn in North America. Well, not here. No, 
But that's why... Maybe, you know, maybe they... in other parts of the world, but there's yeah. just a part of me that's kind of like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if this is what I would watch. Yeah. I'm not sure but... a woman sitting in a hot tub on a Pickle Rick would necessarily be what would get me off. <laughs> I don't know. Teen Teenagers are weird. I But, like, honestly, I've, I've clicked into their content sometimes, and every time I'm kind of like, nah, I don't get it. And I'm, I, I, I appreciate the female form. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a prude. I'm, I'm fine with people who do porn. I have friends who are porn stars. Like, I am the least judgmental of that. Yeah. It's just the way it's being done on Twitch that's weird. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I, you know, if you, if you're on my free cams, I support you 10,000%. I hope you are making bank. Yeah. I hope you are crushing it. I, you know, just don't, you know, do anything illegal. Um, yeah. Like some people have done. Uh, huh, we could get, we could do a whole show on weird my free camp stories but sure. i'm so supportive of people making their money the way they want to make money i'm so supportive of sex workers i just think that sex work is a thing where it has to be in an appropriate place yeah. and a, an appropriate time For and sure. i don't think that the local arcade is the it's... right place for a prostitution uh, or for a brothel yeah. i don't think that those two things should be together i think that we should legalize brothels and I think that that should be legal. And I think that sex work should be supported and the government should, you know, I think that you yeah. should have protections as a sex worker. There should be a place for that. I just don't think that you should be picking up people at an arcade, right? And I think that if we were to be, like, if we were to regulate these things properly and create space for them in a healthier way, we wouldn't have these problems. Yeah. But instead, we're kind of mixing these things together in a way that I think isn't beneficial to either side. And honestly, Twitch is going to hurt for advertisers soon, and that hurts me, and I want to yep. pay my rent, damn it. Yep. Ugh. Anyway, should we move on? Yeah, I think I, I, I think we, we covered everything. Um, yeah. We're at the 42-minute mark. Oh, wow. I know. All right, we got some stuff to get through. I know. You know what we should do? What? It's the halftime show. Oh, no, the, the lower third's gone for it, but Clarus makes up the news. <laughs> Clarus, what's the news today? Um, I, wow, I was so into this discussion, and I, uh... I threw you off there a little bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> um... This is fun. I love this for us. What? I'm waiting on you. Clarus is making up the news, y'all. Here it comes. Any ten minutes now. Wow. Um, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> Makes up the roots. Uh, we still have to watch that movie. We do. It's uh, it's free on Crave. Yeah. Which we have until July 18th. So um, we're going to watch the Croods this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can the actual news. Potomacy, me neither. She's gonna try. Yeah, right. Neither. Um. Right, babe. I guarantee nothing. I guarantee nothing. Um. Well. Well. Just listen to wow, me. this Nerdy is really. will make up the news. No. <laughs> We've done that. It's not as fun. Yes, it is. It's very fun. Nah. Come on, Clarice. What is it? What's the news today? Um. Well. Well. Uh. Well. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is terrible. Rude! I don't... You are not doing a good job today. This is, uh... When do I ever do a good job? That's true. You should sort of stop watching the beginning of this segment. Richardson's no. having you're absolutely right. We that really should. That would just make this take way longer. And what What do you mean take longer? How could it be longer than this? What? Is that a challenge? I'm being really mean today. You are being mean. You salty. Um... I'm looking for inspiration. Looking for inspiration. That's not helping. That's not helping. Um, 
We have a new record. I don't know. We still haven't done one where I actually cut you off, but um, this might this might end up being it. This is uh, this is painful. What this is this is what it normally is. Okay. No, you're usually faster than this. No, I'm not. You I haven't was even, last you haven't, week. Okay. Yeah, you were good last week. I you was did good, a good last job. week. You did a good job. I did. Um. Um. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> There's a new Funko Pop. Wow, what's the Funko Pop of? Well, um, it's uh, Batman and Catwoman. And that's all you get to know. What pose are they in? <laughs> uh, the, the, we, they haven't revealed it yet. They haven't revealed it yet, unfortunately. We're all just sitting here waiting in anticipation. Um, I don't know what it could be. I have no idea what it possibly could be. But apparently this, this new Funko Pop is going to be very rare. There's only going to be 150 of them made. Um, Why 150? Well, because they won't be sold to children. I've heard. Okay, so what what kind of pose do you think would uh, not be sold to children in a Funko Pop? I don't know. You know, I really just have no idea. So the news the news is that they're making a Batman and a Catwoman Funko Pop. Yeah. Wow, it's a slow news week if that's the news. They make new Batman and Catwoman Funko Pops literally every day. Well, they don't usually put them together. Yes. So I, yeah. I, no. They, they. No. That's not. That's not uncommon. I've never seen like a double Funko. Really? Yeah. yeah. A lot of double Funkos. I mean, you don't have any, so I've never seen them. Um, I have the Aquaman with the Parademon right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's like the crowning achievement of my collection. It's the Jim Lee Aquaman Funko Pop. Yeah, that's a thing mm -hmm. that exists. Um. Wow, great news, babe. Thanks for that. Um, let's move on from... They can't all be winners, you know? Clearly. Um... <laughs> cool. I don't think we have a lower third for this either. It's time for the weekend box office. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that was something, babe. I'm, I'm honestly, uh... Yep. Moving on. <laughs> How you feel about <clears throat> it? I want to keep talking about it now. How are you feeling right now? I'm good. <laughs> what? I love you so much. I'm waiting to hear about the box office. <laughs> the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard came out this weekend and managed to be number one, pulling in $17 million in its first five days of release. It did open early in the week uh, on Wednesday. Uh, but over the weekend, it pulled in only $11.67 million. Uh, I, you have to, uh, I have to ho hope that they're okay with that number. It's not what they were hoping for. I think they were hoping for closer to 20 right. for the three-day. Um, uh, but 17 for the five-day is okay. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 is still in number two. It only dropped 21% this weekend, Ow. coming in with $9.4 million. Damn. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway dropped 39% to $6.1 million. Um, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It dropped 50%, uh, to $5.1 million. And Cruella, which rounds out the top five, dropped only 24% to $5.1 million. That is still staying in there. Uh, nice. the top five being Hitman's Wife Bodyguard, Quiet Place Part 2, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, and Cruella. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, very, very interestingly, y'all, the In the Heights film that opened at number two in its opening weekend last week, couldn't quite make it to number one last week, uh, has dropped out of the top five in its second week. Uh, in the Heights dropped 63%, coming in at just $4.2 million in its second week. In its opening 10 days at the box office, it has only made $19.6 million. Unfortunately, it does look like In the Heights is going to be a flop. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that has a lot to do with, uh, the skin color debate that has surf circled the movie. Um, it is a very, um, Latin film. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the, the cast is, um, mostly, um, I hope I use the terminology here. I don't, I don't want to, 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 you know, wade into this in any way that, um, um, <laughs> makes it worse. Um, but it, it is a very, um, uh, Latinx film. Uh, mm -hmm. that does not include a lot of representation for Afro-Latinos who are a big part of the population of Washington Heights and uh, a really, you know, a, a, a huge group there. And there is a, a conversation being had right now um, online about whether or not this film should have or um, 
not really should have, but uh, about what, maybe why this film did not include um, uh, Afro-Latino uh, visibility alongside the Latino visibility that is there. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a, an interesting backlash. Uh, Lin-Manuel has come out and acknowledged it and apologized. Um, and I, I do, you know, it's, it's, it, I think it's tough. I think there is an element of like, this, is, this could have been this huge monumental success mm-hmm. for um, diversity in film. Because, you know, there aren't a lot of Latin musicals that have the budget and, and the marketing budget and the, the, the presence that this had. Yeah. Um, and it is a, it, it's sad to see that it is going to be considered a flop um, yeah. moving forward, even within pandemic standards. I mean, dropping out of the top five in your second week, not opening at number one when there wasn't a new movie last weekend. Um, it just, this, this isn't the, uh, this is not the win that people were hoping for. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, it's tough. It's tough. I, I really, I love In the Heights. I love the music. Um, I, I saw it on Broadway a few times. I think it's a great show, but I think there is a legitimate <laughs> conversation there. Um, yeah, And sure. I think that the, the, the feelings of that community are, are more than 100% valid. You know, like, I, I really, I understand the conversation that's being had, and I think that it's a necessary one. Yeah. I think that it's unfortunate that it's a conversation being had on... You know, I think that this is probably the biggest film to be mostly starring Latin people in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that um, that profile, um, you know, I think that th- there, there are times where we talk about how a movie comes out and it spurs um, action within Hollywood around films like it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that there could have been other Latinx movies that could have... Um, seen a lot of success on the backside of this doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this conversation means that In the Heights won't um, have the energy or the, 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 the success to bring about that kind of success for other films yeah. um, within the same community. Um, and that is that, you know, that it's, it's not going to, it's not going to go your way every time, you know? Yeah. And this one just, um, the, the reviews are really beautiful. The reviews really love the movie. Yeah. The conversation around the movie is not as positive. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I was, yeah, I, I, I was hoping, I thought that they would do a lot better than they did. Um, mm-hmm. I have not really been, like, uh, I, I have not seen much of this conversation, and I, I, you know, I might, um, I might look into it, because it's not something that I thought about, to be yeah. honest, so. That's fair, and I think that it's an important conversation. Yeah. I, I, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I think that it is, uh, a, the, the when you when you see the show that that is there are elements of uh, there's a lot of conversations about race, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to talk about that. You have to talk about it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think part of it is I think part of the backlash comes from there is a storyline in the show that there is a character <laughs> Benny who is um, an African American man mm-hmm. who is uh, interested in. Uh, one one of the main female characters and her father is mm-hmm. um, against it because he's not Hispanic. Okay. Um, and I think that that storyline makes it just a little bit more complicated because people um, because there's so many Afro Latinos within that community yeah. that it seems a little weird that uh, assume you know that that, that 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 would be a barrier. Yeah. yeah um, for and sure. maybe I'm wrong about that. If I am, please let me know. I'm I'm more than happy to be wrong about that. But I feel like that storyline within the show um, spurs on this conversation a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. And yeah, I think that um, it's a it's a really uh, yeah I, you know. It's, it's unfortunate for the film that the conversation is happening, but I think it's important for all of us that the conversation is happening. Yeah. So it goes, you know, Absolutely. into both those things. Um, I, I did want to call out uh, Godzilla vs. Kong uh, this weekend. Uh, did finally pass $100 million at the domestic box office. So Godzilla vs. Kong is the second pandemic film uh, after uh, Quiet Place Part 2 mm-hmm. to cross the $100 million mark. And the Croods pulled in another $33,000 this weekend. Uh, it's at $58.52 million. 30 weeks in release. It's still in theaters. I cannot believe And uh, it's almost $100,000 ahead of Tenet at this point. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we won. We won. We won. I don't know what we won, but we won. You win nothing, but you still win. Exactly. Um, let's quickly just talk. Uh, there are some big numbers at the international box office that I want to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into them. Uh, Fast 9. 
uh, opens this week in North America, mm -hmm. uh, is already at almost just, just, just a hair's breadth under $300 million overseas, um, which is wow. monumental for them. Really, really successful. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, the new movie, brought in $7.8 worldwide, so it is at $25 million total so far. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not huge, but also the budget for that movie is probably not as massive as, like, a Fast and the Furious movie. So, you know, I think that if they can leg out a little bit, have a decent return, um, they might do all right. Mm -hmm. um, a Quiet Place Part Two is really a success story that, that no one could believe. Uh, they pulled in another... Um, uh, fifteen point seven million internationally. Uh, so that film is sitting at two hundred and twenty-two million dollars internationally right now, Jeez. and uh, that's a massive success. And um, the uh, Conjuring Part Three is uh, just under a hundred and fifty million dollars after the weekend internationally. Uh, so that is uh, huge for them as well. Cruella, uh, which I did not expect to do well internationally, but Cruella has uh, uh, hit one hundred and sixty million dollars internationally. After this past weekend, they only had a 32% drop internationally. Uh, that film had some big drops uh, early on. Mm -hmm. um, but since then, it's actually been able to stay, stay pretty steady. Um, uh, a slow decline at the end here, making a little bit more money. Um, and uh, Disney's uh, Luca, which uh, is free on Disney Plus in North America, but did open in 11 offshore markets, made $5 million, uh, including being the number one movie in Russia this weekend. Oh, um, wow. Despite bad reviews. Um, and, uh, made a little bit of money. So good for Luca. We have not watched it yet, but, no, um, we haven't we might. heard too many good things. So. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, the, n nothing about that movie made me seem like I had to see it right away. Exactly. It didn't have that same thing that Soul had. Soul felt like I needed to watch it right away. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about Luca, but I just don't have the same thing. Yeah. Um, I, oh, Hero of Wind's gone to bed. Good night, Hero of Wind. I hope I didn't miss you. Um... Yeah, there is one last thing I wanted to talk about. I, this stream has gone a little bit longer than our morning shows usually go. Um, that happens. Oh, no, there's... there. Oh, crap, we have to talk about this. Oh, we have to talk about this. Wait, wait. Y'all, there's huge news. And I left it for the end. Carrie Fisher, our princess... The best Disney princess. To me, she's royalty. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, is getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. And uh, a bunch of other people are as well. Ming-Na Wen, yeah, also uh, a, technically a Disney princess, the voice of Mulan, as well as being Fennec Shand, um, is going to uh, be getting a star as well. But um, the, the, one that, the, the one that really sticks out to us, I think. Yeah. Carrie Fisher, going to be getting her star on the Walk of Fame. Um, I'm honestly shocked that she doesn't already have one. Yeah, me too. I was like, wait, she's not already there? What? I, I, I'm like genuinely surprised. Like, it seems like if anyone would have a star on the Walk of Fame, it would be Carrie Fisher. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, she deserves it. I'm like, y'all are late to the party. Like. Yeah. She's, she's Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Better late than never. Do you know how many Hollywood movies are good because Carrie Fisher ghost wrote the scripts? A lot of the things you love from the 90s. Surprise. She's a very talented writer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Apparently she fixed the prequels. Apparently, like, right. apparently, like, Carrie Fisher, the, and I don't know what the scripts were like before she got involved. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't think they've ever really released that, but apparently Carrie Fisher came in and, like, did a little, did a little work on the prequel dialogue and, and pushed George a little bit to, um, mm -hmm. to, 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 in hey, some directions that made them better. Somebody needed to. Truly. And, you, you, yeah, makes sense. It's, it was her. Um, yeah, Rebel, I would have thought she already had one as well. Same. Um, I, like, she's just, when I think of Carrie Fisher, I think of her being like one of the biggest stars in the world for 40 years right like people adore her she's princess leia she's one of the leads of one of the biggest franchises of all time like it's just it's odd to me that she didn't have a star yeah although i think mark hamill just got his a couple years ago right um because i think i remember kevin smith talked at it i think kevin smith gave the speech at mark hamill's um star mm -hmm. um but yeah this is crazy I mean, it's it's a wonderful honor. I know it. I know it's not like an honor that's given out for any reason. Like you, you just buy it. Um, uh, somebody has to pay, and they put you on the Walk of Fame. Mm -hmm. um, but um, you know, whoever it was that um, it, it put invested in this, thank you. She deserves it. Yeah. Carrie Fisher deserves every honor. I love her. Yeah, <laughs> I miss her. It's weird. I just yeah 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 yeah. yeah I miss her. Um, but yeah, Carrie Fisher can be on the Walk of Fame. It's huge. Where she, where she should be. No, she should be making movies. Well, yeah. 
She should yeah. be alive, happy, healthy, rich. She should be on a beach in Italy just enjoying a fine Italian red. Oh, jeez. Hey, maybe she is. You know what? Fair. Fair. Um, <laughs> we'll end it there. There was the, Also, there's a Beauty and the Beast prequel coming starring Gaston and LeFou. We were going to pitch our versions of it, but I think we'll end the string here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless you want to keep going. Uh, no, that, that seems like a nice place to... Alright, well, Gaston LeFou are getting a prequel series. What's that going to be? Who knows? Um, Literally, like, how do you make Gaston likable? Like, well, and that's the problem, right? Like, they're going to have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, they're, they're crappy people who are before their growth in Beauty and the Beast. And Gaston doesn't really have any, but at least LeFou has a little bit. So I really don't know what But they have to this. get to the point that they're at, like... In the movie, at the beginning yeah, yeah. of the movie, so it doesn't make any sense. I kind of want it to be like Gaston is an unattractive, like, loser, and then, like, he, like, gets hot through he a magic spell, and then he becomes, <laughs> yeah, and then he becomes an ass, like, he actually starts out as a great person, and, like, he breaks bad we to become Gaston. We watch his decline. I would watch that. That actually sounds interesting. And Unless it's, like, a woman breaks his heart, and so he becomes mean to women. That's not interesting to me. That's a yeah. played out boring story. Um... But, whatever. Uh, Rebel Trooper in the chat is saying, Elite Dangerous, there's a space station named in her tribute. It's called Fisher's Rest. And that's really beautiful. I love that. I love that, too. Uh, Y'all, this was the Nightly Morning Show. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, Please come watch us over on Twitch if you want more of our faces. Clarice is going to be on today playing some Subnautica. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh, That's over at twitch.tv slash... Clarice Dracaris. It's spelled up there. I'm over at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly we almost wiped to cyrus at the sky pillar last night but pokemon diamond attempt number two is still forging ahead thankfully uh you can come check that out over on twitch you can also watch some videos here on the youtube uh y'all i want uh to post something in the chat now we just posted a new trailer reaction to the um new snake eyes snake eyes trailer Mm -hmm. and so if you guys could go give that a dang like that would be really appreciated um, is there anything else that I should plug here at the end? No, that that's it. Uh, we've got our schedules up for the week for streaming. We will be unavailable Thursday, Friday, because um, we'll be out of town. But that that yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um, Thanks, guys. What else? We're good. Yeah. All right. Last thought of the day. What? Last thought of the day. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Batman eats pussy. <laughs> you asked. Do something nerdy tonight. Right. Oh, man. I wish you had just said that for the Clarice makes up the news. That would not be made up, though.